This episode of Business Inspires is brought to you by the Village of Marble Cliff. Small village, big thinking. Find everything you need at marblecliff.org. This is Business Inspires, a podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. To run a successful business, you need resources, valuable connections, and community recognition. Business Inspires will provide you with the tools, resources, and examples to inspire you to create the business you're envisioning. Hello, I'm Stephanie Evans, and I'm the Executive Director of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. In today's episode of Business Inspires, I'm talking with Caitlin McTeague, owner of Club Pilates in Grandview Heights. Welcome, Caitlin, and thank you for joining us today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So first things first, before we talk about you, I want to take a minute and ask, what is Pilates? Uh, That is a very good question. And everyone listening to this is probably thinking, well, I've done yoga, so it's probably the same as Pilates. So I get that question a lot. Um, You know, when people who are newer to Pilates have never done it, what's the difference between yoga and Pilates? I would say with club Pilates specifically, the primary difference is the equipment that we use. Um, You guys are probably all familiar with the old like 80s and 90s uh, Windsor Pilates videos that you could download at home. That is kind of that traditional mat Pilates experience. So what we offer is all reformer-based Pilates. So it's specialized equipments. I like to describe it as an oversized skateboard that you can lay down on that has spring weight that allows you to either make moves easier or harder. It aids you in certain movement that would otherwise weigh your body down uh, on the ground, Um, as well as yoga. Yoga has a little bit more of a a spiritual type connection, holding poses for a little bit longer, Um, whereas Pilates, all the movements are focused on coming from your core, really building up that spinal stabilization and making sure that every movement you do, your body's in in total alignment. Yoga is great for a lot of things, but not a lot of the movements actually ensure that your body is in total alignment, and that's what Pilates is, is all about. Well, well, I can say I was very surprised when I walked in because yoga was in my head also. And I saw the studio and like, oh my gosh, well, it's not just a big open room. There's Mm -hmm. stations, right? With all the equipment. So it is, it's very fascinating and look at it. Um, Okay. So uh, we'll come back to the business, but what I want to talk about now is you and your background and how you got where you are. So tell us a little bit about your path to becoming a business owner. Yeah. um, So I started taking Pilates myself um, just as a student of Pilates um, about 13, 14 years ago when I moved back to Columbus. I grew up in Columbus. I went to Ohio State, um, grew up in Clintonville, then went to Ohio State and then moved to Chicago for a few years. And then I came back and then I had gone through a you know, personally, just a very, very bad breakup at the time. And I had just bought a house and gotten a new job. I was getting my MBA. I was doing the night MBA program at Ohio State. So it was just kind of a, you know, good time, but also a tough time, um, especially going through the breakup. And I had never, I had been a cheerleader growing up in, in high school and dabbled in gymnastics and all of that, but I had never really found a workout routine that I really loved. And so, you know, I found a studio in Bexley. Um, actually, I'll give them a plug because they're a great studio, the Pilates studio of Bexley. Um, I started taking Pilates there and my very first session I took was uh, with my, she's one of my best friends now, Jeffy uh, Pellman. She now lives in, in California, but we'll get back to that because she's actually pretty much the reason I opened this business. But um, all that being said, I started taking Pilates with her about 13, 14 years ago, and I really fell in love with it. It was something that I really hadn't heard of before, but it was something that, you know, I was really never great at 
cardio, running marathons, you know, that was just never really my thing. So I never felt super successful in a lot of other workouts and Pilates really allowed me to feel very successful. The great thing about Pilates is, you know, wherever your body is in your fitness journey, or maybe you're just too tired that day and you want to take it easier, you can really modify everything. And so, you know, I really started to fall in love with it. And it was the only thing that, you know, I looked forward to every single week and, you know, emotionally, not only the exercise itself, but, you know, that studio and then getting to know uh, Jeffy, who again became one of my best friends, you know, it truly, truly changed my life. Um, And so, I, you know, a few years ago, um, I was thinking, uh, Jeffy had moved away and I had been going to her for 13 years. And I thought, gosh, you know, there's got to be a different Pilates concept for reformer based Pilates out there. Uh, cause a lot of gyms may offer mat Pilates and I started Googling and that's actually how I found club Pilates. And I had always, you know, I've been into health and fitness, obviously super passionate about Pilates. So I had always wanted to open something of my own in the fitness industry. I had looked at Orange Theory, things like that. I was really curious about the franchise model. Um, and I've seen how some some independent studios, especially for Pilates, struggled just with the barriers to entry. You know, um, it's expensive. Um, you know, Pilates instructors have the highest level of certification. So, you know, they come at a higher price. It's a it's a tougher business to run when you're more independent. So that being said, that's that's really how I found Club Pilates. Um, and so, you know, I went out there and, and met, met with the owners. They're based in Costa Mesa, California, and just really fell in love with the brand. The brand offers something totally new for Reformer Pilates that, you know, we really did not have in the Columbus market. And I just felt like Columbus really had a need for that. Um, so I won't bore you with all the financial, I guess, discovery parts of that process, but that took a while. But, you know, ultimately I made the decision, you know, with my now husband and my, my parents to, you know, launch into this journey of opening this business. Um, you know, I was, I was fortunate to have some money saved up to help you know, with some of those development fees, um, you know, and, and, you know, my father helped me a little bit there as well. Um, so, cause he, you know, said, well, while I'm still alive, I want to help you, you know, see you live out your dreams. So, you know, I'm going to give you this little bit of money to help you get started. And then I've kind of done everything else from there on my own. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of how I got to where I am today as far as Pilates and opening the business. Yeah. Well, well, the, the franchise piece of it is, is another question that I have mm-hmm. for you. Um, and so what, I guess you kind of already answered this, like what made you choose that route? Um, do you feel like it was the best decision for you? Like you were happy with the franchise and what they supply? Yes, definitely. Um, I remember when I, before I signed my franchise uh, disclosure uh, document, the FDD, we uh, had that run by a, an attorney that does, this is what he does for a living. And the one thing he told me was, Caitlin, I'm just going to tell you right now, you're going to be happy, but you're never going to be hundred percent happy. I tell every franchisee that because, you know, when you see the royalties going out the door and you're working so hard to make that money, um, that's a tough pill to swallow. But he said, you are going to realize once you've done this, that you would have most likely never been able to get to this level of success or have it grow as fast as it has grown without the support of the franchise. And I will say that everything he told me has rung true. He's absolutely right. It's tough to see the royalties go out. And that's why I think a lot of people may not want to go the franchise route, but I 
do not regret my decision at all. Uh, I feel like Club Pilates has given me amazing support. Um, you know, I, I hear certain horror stories about other franchises out there across the country, but I've, I've been very impressed with Club Pilates. They give you a ton of, of great support. Um, and there's no way, especially being my first business. I mean, I, you know, have my MBA, but that doesn't necessarily, you know, and I have good education that doesn't necessarily teach you how to open a business and run a business. This has definitely been the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, but I, I do not think I would have been able to be as successful as quickly had I not had the support of the franchise Mm -hmm. because they really do a great job of, you know, helping you set it up, how to find instructors, you know, the branding, architectural plans really from the beginning to the end. So it, it made it, it made it a lot easier, still hard work, but easier in a way it's a business partner, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, to help with all of those things that you don't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I didn't, it's everything from what legal structure do you set your business up as, you know, um, to, you know, where do you order the equipment or what do you do if, you know, God forbid someone gets hurt and, you know, they set you up with Mm -hmm. the right insurance. I mean, it's, it's really, it's everything from beginning to end that they, they help you with, you know, you have to execute it and, and make a lot of your own localized decisions for what works for your market. But, um, you know, they give you the tools that you need. And, you know, whenever I'm struggling, I can get on the phone with any one of their departments and they are always willing to help. Um, so that's that's been really yeah. great. Well, I'd imagine, too, because you you do still work full time. Yes, I do. Yeah, I work. Yes, <laughs> so I work at Cover that. My Meds. Yeah. And they <laughs> are uh, a plug for them because they're an amazing company as well. And, and Matt Scantlin has done a really amazing job building that company. And, and they're very supportive of, you know, entrepreneurs and, and people that, you know, want to try to have businesses on the side. But yeah, it's, that's been tough. I don't know if I necessarily recommend working full time and doing this because it's been, it's been a challenge, but it's been doable. Yeah. Um, and you just opened your second one. Yes. So when you, when you decided to open the first one or was your agreement with um, Club Pilates to open more than one? Yes. So my original agreement was to open three. And then I, um, the opportunity arose to expand that to the rest of the Columbus market to open six. Um, and so here I am, I'll be opening six. Yeah. Oh my God. You look surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you didn't know that Stephanie. No, I knew the three, but I didn't know six. As of March this year. Yeah. The, again, I won't go into all the details, but the opportunity came up for me to, um, to acquire the rights to develop the rest of the city. So, so yes, my, my Powell location just opened up, um, last weekend actually. So if I look very tired, that's why you look great. Congratulations. And I'm sure Pilates helps you with stress. Yes. Uh, yeah. You would think that if I, because I own two studios, I work out all the time, but right now with uh, how much I'm working, um, I, I don't, but I did take a class on Monday night at the new studio and, uh, it was great. So yeah. So everything. So how good. are you finding balance in your life with full-time work um, I mean, and, and owning these businesses? That's, that's full-time work too. Yeah. So that's a great question. The answer is I don't find balance at least right now. And that's something that personally, um, has been, you know, very difficult. I will say my sister moved back here. My younger sister, she moved back here from LA to help me. So she's the general manager of our second studio. She's also instructing and she's helping out a little bit at the first studio and and she's got a really great background in operations and marketing. So she has been an incredible asset and that has taken a lot of the weight off my shoulders, but you're right. I mean, it's, you know, even if you have a general manager and you have staff there every day, 
Like I was telling you earlier, mm-hmm. I already got two calls at 5 a.m. and 5.45 a.m. about the internet being down or the music being down. And, you know, I mean, that stuff's going to happen. And, you know, if, um, you know, your staff isn't able to fix it in the moment, you're the owner and that's who they call. And mm-hmm. you might, it might be 5 a.m. You might be in a meeting with a client at your job, you know, your day job. Um, and so it's, it's very, very hard to balance, you know, so that's, I, I'm trying to figure out kind of what the next step is for me as far as when, you know, when do I either step away from the full-time job? Do I try to find something that's more part-time because Cover My Meds is an incredible company and I'd love to still be a part of that? Um, or, you know, I don't know, long-term doesn't make the most sense to step away and, and move into the business full-time. There's a lot of factors that go into that. So that's something my husband and I, you know, have been kind of diving deep into trying to figure that out. But, you know, every day I'm at my day job and then almost every night and Saturdays and Sundays, I'm at the studio, um, and I just signed my lease for my my third one, which will be in New Albany, which I'm super excited to announce. I couldn't announce wow. it before this, but that'll be in New Albany, and then I'm looking at a place in uh, Dublin as well as downtown, so it's going to happen quickly. So yeah, I, I I don't really have balance. I'll be totally honest. This has been the hardest year and a half of my life. I did get married, so that's great, but <laughs> but yeah, it's like, How why not add a wedding onto yeah. it, but um. <laughs> But, you know, I recognize how, you know, I'm not when I'm home, I, I'm, I'm gone from, you know, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. typically. And then I'm gone Saturdays and Sundays. So, you know, I've I've seen how it started to negatively impact my relationship with my husband. You know, I mean, we've been together for a while, but, uh, you know, it, you know, I'm never home. And, and right. even when I'm home, I'm not I'm not super present. That's what I've I've started to realize. I'm not very present. And so you know, I can definitely admit that that's hard to admit because every day you're just kind of in this grind and, you know, you're, you're trying to just hang on and do the best you can, but it's been very hard. And so I definitely am at a place now where I've got to try to figure out what is the next step and and what does that look like, Mm -hmm. you know, financially and just for my health and for my relationships as well. Right. I would think so. It's kind of a matter of figuring out, um, what you're going to sacrifice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You're sacrificing your personal life now with, with all of the hours you're putting in work and maybe you'd be sacrificing income mm-hmm. if you made a change on, on one of the, the companies, your, your job with yeah. um, cover my meds or, or yeah. Pilates. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a big life decision. Um, you know, I think growing up, I never really saw myself owning a business. So it's scary to think about giving up that full-time kind of corporate America type environment. But I think, you know, ultimately at some point that that will be the best for me personally and the businesses. Cause you know, the business is, is my passion now. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I don't know when, you know, the change will be made and what exactly that'll look like. But yeah. We'll it see. is kind of a leap of faith. Oh, definitely. Right? Yeah. Right. It's been, it's given me extra financial security to have the job mm-hmm. on the side, but, uh, but yeah, it's very hard to, to, you know, when I'm there, I try to still do a great job there and I have to be present there. Um, but I'm, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's on my mind in the background for the business. And sometimes that stuff can't wait until five o'clock when I leave, you know, the day job. So yeah, it's, it's a struggle. I won't lie to you. A lot of people ask me that, how are you doing it? And I'm just kind of like, well, I might look put together on the outside. Uh, I feel very fortunate, but you know, I, it's a daily, it's a daily struggle. Um, so I'll be the first to admit that. Yeah. Well, good for you for, for seeing it, right? Sometimes it's hard to, to see that or admit it and Mm -hmm. um, recognize that something's got to give, right? Yeah. Yep. 
Um, so let's talk about license or sorry, lessons learned. Um, you said this has been one of the hardest years of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, are there things that you could reflect on that um, you would do differently or um, just about being a business owner? You just said also that, that you never visualized yourself owning a business mm-hmm. and now here you are. Um, like, how's that feel? Yeah, no, I, I, it feels, it feels great. I mean, sometimes it feels kind of surreal. I remember, you know, when the Grandview Yard one opened after the opening weekend, like everything is so hectic for the, the couple weeks, especially leading up to it. And then you have your opening weekend and then for the most part, everything, you know, went pretty well. Um, and then I remember standing, you know, with my dad that Sunday night and looking at it and thinking like, you know, wow, I did this. You know, you, you don't really take enough time to, I think, kind of sit back and reflect, you know, that, that you did it. And I, I had a very similar moment with the Powell location that just opened last weekend. It's like a marathon leading up to it. And then, you know, you kind of take a step back and you're like, oh, oh my gosh, okay. I opened another one. You know, when did that happen? It's, it's crazy. Cause you, you get so into it. So, um, so yeah, I, I would say, I'm super thankful. Um, it's very, it's definitely, you know, surreal. I never really thought that I would be doing this. Um, but I'm, I'm very happy. You know, I've been ecstatic since I have found the club Pilates brand and I've seen how even at our Grandview location, you know, in the six months we've been open, how it has started to change people's lives. And that, is, you know, what, that's why I opened it. Um, you know, obviously it's a business, you know, you have to make money to be a successful business, but I truly open it because I, I want it to change people's lives and I want to make Pilates more affordable, more accessible to people. And that's what the club Pilates brand is all about. Um, so I don't know if that's necessarily lessons learned, but just reflecting on, you know, kind of what I probably don't verbalize enough because day to day you're so in the business and the numbers and, putting out fires that you don't sit back and really think about, you know, what you've done as a a new business owner. So that would be my advice is, you know, always pat yourself on the back because all the business owners, you know, listening to this have, have done the daily grind. They're working hard to make their business successful. So they should be very proud of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good advice. Like step back, step back for a second and look at all the good stuff because it is when you're in the middle of it and you're putting out fires all the time and getting those calls at five 30 in the morning. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. I mean, you get very caught up in the day to day. There's problems every day. I mean, that's what I've learned and it starts to stress you out. But once you realize like, okay, I own this business, there's probably going to be a, at least one problem arise every day for like the rest of my life or whenever I, if I ever sell the business, uh, you know, so you kind of have to put yourself in that mindset, but then also remind yourself to be thankful for, you know, what you've done and how hard you've worked. Um, and you know, the successes that you have had along the way, cause it's, it's easy to get caught up in the negativity of the problems day to day. I agree. Yeah. Um, what do you think is your biggest challenge? Oh gosh, for the business specifically? Yeah, I think you've probably got some personal challenges that we just mm-hmm. talked about, right? The balancing time and, and that kind of thing. But with the business, what do you think is the biggest challenge? Um, you know, there's, I'd say uh, the biggest challenge is Club Pilates is very different than a typical independent Pilates studio because we're bigger. The reason that we are able to make our memberships more affordable, um, because Pilates typically has 
come at a higher price point for memberships or sessions, whatever, you know, whatever the studio offers. But we, because we offer 12 stations and we're open seven days a week, we can support, you know, three to 400 members, which for an independent studio, you know, that may not be doable only because they have less, you know, equipment, um, not as many reformers. They may, they may not offer as many classes, but because we offer a robust schedule like that and a larger um, workout area, we're able to make the price points a little bit more affordable than what you would typically see for Pilates. But that being said, the biggest challenge since I have have opened the Grandview one especially is with we're at 330 members now, which is incredible. Um, but there are 330 very different members that have. Um, you know, different fitness goals. They're at different parts of their fitness journey. Some, um, are running marathons every other weekend, you know, and they're using Pilates as a a way to complement it. Some are just starting to, you know, kick off their weight loss journey. Some are cancer survivors, you know, that are really just trying to regain strength and confidence. It's a very wide array. It's great because we really are for everyone, but the hardest part has been how do you please every single person? I struggle with that day to day. I mean, this really is what keeps me up every single night. Um, I don't typically like the cliche question, what keeps you up at night, but this truly is what keeps me up at night because I want, you know, these members are, are paying for a membership and they're paying for an experience and I want every single one of them to be happy. Uh, but what is very difficult is, you know, you can't offer every level of class and every type of class and every instructor that they love at every single time of every day. <laughs> so it's, it's a, it's a journey to try to figure out once your membership grows, you know, okay, what are the right levels of classes? What are the right times? What are the right formats? Um, you know, that, that's something that I struggle with and we've made adjustments here and there and, and it makes some people happy and it makes other, other members frustrated. And I hate that because I want everyone to be happy. But what I have realized is that with a studio like this, you're never going to make everyone happy. And that, that again is a hard pill to swallow because, I want everyone to be happy. I'm a people pleaser for sure. So that this has been one of my biggest challenges is not only how do I make the adjustments in our, you know, our schedule and what we're offering to make sure that I'm, I'm accommodating and making a majority more than a majority of our members happy, but how do I also be okay with the fact that not all 330 of them are going to be happy about every change we make. So that, that really keeps me up at night. Um, because you know, it, it upsets me when I hear, you know, even just one of the 330 people aren't happy. It, it frustrates me and it upsets me because I want them to be happy. So, but sometimes you can't solve that. And that's, right. that's been very, very difficult. I'm sure it is. And it sounds like, um, you know, based on what you said earlier, your, your, your goal or your mission in, in having this business is to change people's lives and mm-hmm. then couple that with knowing that some people aren't happy with yeah. you know, the options available to them. Yeah. I'm sure it's a real struggle just personally on a, on a real yeah, yeah. personal uh, level. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, the first two weeks we were open, I think I cried every single day. Oh. I mean, like you can ask my friends. I, 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 the weekend after we opened, I, so I got married this summer. I think I mentioned earlier, but my bachelorette party was literally the weekend after we opened. And <laughs> In retrospect, it was probably good timing because I needed to get away and have a break, but it was very tough timing because it was the first week. Everything was going wrong. You know, 
it's the first week a business is open. Things are going to go wrong. That's what I have learned now. So it's helped me in the second one. But I think I, I, you know, I had gotten some negative feedback about certain things that were going wrong that we needed to try to correct. And it was, it was a legitimate and valid feedback, you know, as a new business. So, but I took it, I take everything so personally because this is like my baby. And I think I just broke down sobbing at dinner with all of my girlfriends. Thank God I was with all of them and we had, you know, wine to help me. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, for the first few weeks we were open. I mean, I don't think there was a day where I didn't cry because I was so stressed out and I wanted this to be successful and I wanted everyone to love it. And that's one thing I had, I had to really get over because it was impeding my ability to, to make the right decisions for For the business business. Um, because I was trying to please everyone. And once I started thinking, you know, Hey, I just have to be okay with the fact that not everyone's going to be happy. It became a lot easier because I made the right decisions for the business that would make a majority of the, the, the members happy. But, you know, I'm still able to pay attention to every, you know, person's uh, requests and feedback. Um, but it also helped my headspace a little bit too mm-hmm. because the first few weeks were definitely rough. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Well, I do think that, you know, trying to separate that personal stuff from the business mm-hmm. stuff is probably needed, right? And you just have to make the best decision for yeah. the business. And probably responding to to the feedback is meaningful enough. Sometimes people just mm-hmm. want to be heard. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, and, and I... Just an answer to yeah. say, this is why, then, you know, they might not love it, but at least yeah. they got a response, right? Yeah, and I try to be, you know, as the owner, I, I try to not step on my general manager's toes. I try to let her handle a lot of that too. But, um, you know, it's very important to me that I create personal relationships with the members that are coming to the studio. I'm trying to create a sense of community. And so it is important to me, even if we can't make every change that everyone requests, um, I have to do what, you know, I think is, is right for the business and what's going to help the business be successful. But I do try to make sure that I'm responding personally, you know, to every single person, um, which takes time. But to me, that's worth it mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, I want people to know that I care. I didn't just open this business to sit back and, you know, make money. I, I opened the business because I I want this to be a special place for people. And physically and mentally, I want it to change people's lives, like I said. So that's definitely important to me. But it's, it's very hard uh, to not take it personally. So I, that's, I would... That would be my advice to people is figure out how to not take it personally. You may not ever be able to, but that's always going to be a struggle. I think, you know, any business owner is, pa- is going to be passionate. So it, it's, it's a daily struggle for sure. I can see that. That does kind of my, my next question was, do you have any advice? And you obviously just gave a piece mm-hmm. of advice, but particularly for someone who's uh, working a full-time job and thinking about starting something on their, on the side or on, on their own or, or, you know, like you've done. I mean, it's really kind of two full-time jobs. Mm -hmm. Do you have any advice for anybody in that position that's considering something like that? Yeah, I would say it's definitely hard, but it's doable. Um, you know, I, every situation is different. I would say definitely depending on, you know, the, the franchise world is different than starting your own business, uh, from the ground up. So the economics of it all, the finances of it all look very different. I would say whatever you're doing, obviously, you know, financially, make sure that uh, you have all your ducks in a row financially. Um, you know, I've, I have seen other people kind of quit their full-time gig and, you know, go full bore on the business, which 
a lot of times does work, but financially it could be a strain. So whatever the decision you make, you know, make sure obviously that financially everything is in order. Um, and if you want to take risks that that's amazing. And sometimes that will pay off in the end, but it may be a struggle for a few months. So if you decide to do that as a new business owner, um, you got to have the, I think, tenacity and courage to just kind of get up every day and say, all right, this is going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. I'm going to work hard. It's going to be great. Um, but, it, you know, it's a risk. And then if, if you, on the flip side, decide, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep working my job so that uh, financially it's not as risky, and then I'm going to also try to open this on the side, be prepared to not sleep and be prepared to work incredibly hard. Um, and then get up again every day and tell yourself it's going to be fine. Cause there were, you know, times where I'd call my dad and my sister and say, what have I done? You know, like, and I would, I'd be crying and I'd say, what have I done? And, you know, then I would just have to kind of get up and say, it's going to be fine one day at a time. So I would say, you know, make sure you're, you mentally have the ability to kind of change your thinking and change course. Cause it's going to be very tough. Either way, whether you're working your job still and doing the business or you quit your job and you do the business 100 percent, either one of those scenarios is very, very difficult. Um, so you have to, I think, have the ability to tell yourself every day it's going to be OK and stay positive, because if you don't, it can spiral down very quickly. And that almost happened to me, you know, in the first few months before we opened the studio and the month after. So you've got to really, you know, be mindful of, of your headspace and where that's going and rely on people to help you. Um, you know, I don't think I relied on, you know, like my, my father, you know, my, my mom, my husband, my sister, everyone to help me as much. And I did a lot in this second one and it definitely helped. So that was a long answer, but no, that's good. That's (laughs) really good. Um, and so my final question is, um, to do it over, would you do anything differently? Oh gosh. Well, I, I don't think I would do anything differently as far as the decision, you know, that I made to open the business. Like I said earlier, I don't regret that at all. Um, you know, if the things that I would do differently, there are some things when I opened the first location that I've already done differently in the second location, which has helped to make that location successful a little bit quicker. So a lot of the things that I would do differently, Um, you know, really they're kind of small things, very specific to the business, you know, little things around, you know, when you're figuring out payroll, you know, making sure you factor in the taxes correctly, you know, it's, it's kind of small financial things like that. Um, you know, certain, certain social media type, you know, Mm -hmm. things, but I'd say, you know, overall, and I don't know if this is the right answer, but overall for the, the business and the, the decisions I made, I don't think that I would have. That's you know, great. I think there's, I mean, that's really, yeah, great. there's, there's very small tweaks that I, I realized where I went wrong, you know, early on in the mm-hmm. first one that I've tried to correct, uh, and that I've now corrected in the second one. And even the second one, I've made some mistakes. So uh, there are little things along the way, but as far as the large decisions I've made, you know, making the decision to have, to have my flagship, you know, my first one being Grandview. Um, no, I don't think I would have done anything differently mm-hmm. because Grandview's been incredible. You know, the women and men that are, that are coming there from Grandview Heights and, and Upper Arlington, the Tri-Village area, mm-hmm. have been incredible, and the community's been incredible, and, and Club Pilates has been incredible. So, so yeah, I wouldn't. That's great. Well, yeah. congratulations. Thank you. That's, that's a really great answer yeah. <laughs> yeah, to not have regrets. And, yeah, and I feel, you know, I feel, like I said earlier, I don't, I don't take enough time, I think, to, you know, 
reflect on what's going on and, and feel thankful, but I do feel very thankful for the opportunities I've had. And, um, you know, I've, I've obviously worked incredibly hard, but I feel thankful for my husband for putting up with not having a wife, like the first six <laughs> months of our marriage and my dad for coming and putting furniture together at like 2am with me. Um, and you know, for all the people that have given Pilates a try and club Pilates a try, they're the reason also that I'm successful. So, um, I don't, I think reflect on that enough. Yeah. Take some time for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I need a vacation, but I don't really know when that's going to happen. So <laughs> I just, like I said, I get up every day and I say, I have been given this incredible opportunity to, to bring this business here and change people's lives. And I'm still working at an incredible company. It's a lot, but you know, I'm just going to, it's one day at a time. I'm going to do it and it's all going to be fine. Like I said, I go to bed every night and wake up every day saying it's all going to be fine. It's all okay. Yep. That's my well, motto. Congratulations. Thank you. Before we go though, I want to um, make sure that folks know how to find you. We've, yes. we've talked about the Grandview Yard. Um, in a Powell location, mm-hmm. um, but how, how might they find you if they want to learn more about um, your Club yeah. Pilates? So, um, just go- so Google Club Pilates. Um, it'll probably c- pop up if you're in this area. It'll pop up with the Grandview Yard one. Um, it should if my, uh, if my Google AdWords spend is working correctly. Um, but, yeah, just Google Club Pilates or Club Pilates Grandview Yard. We are located right next to uh, the Brecky Shack, in between the Brecky Shack and my salon suites. Plug for those two ladies, too, Absolutely. because they are all amazing. And I love being their, uh, their neighbor in Grandview Yard. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where we're located. So you can find us on our website. Uh, give us a call, uh, 614-776-0282. That is our Grandview Yard location, our PAL one. Uh, not sure how many of these the listeners of this live in the Powell Dublin area, um, but if you just Google Club Pilates Powell, we're right in the middle of the market at Liberty Crossing next to Cycle Bar there. So um, you can find us there. And if you live in New Albany, we'll be opening in Hamilton Quarter next June, potentially one downtown and potentially one in Dublin as well. But those are not finalized. So, so yeah, give us a call. We offer uh, complimentary 30-minute introductory classes if you've never done Pilates. Uh, our motto really is is that it's for everybody and everybody. So uh, don't be intimidated. Don't be afraid. If you're looking for something new to kickstart your fitness journey, um, Pilates is the the most low impact form of exercise out there. Um, while it also allows you to to lengthen and strengthen muscles. So it's a it's a really great exercise if you've never done it. So we would love to have you in for a free class. You can ask for me or my my GM is Mary Beth at Grandview and Ellen, my sister, is at Powell. Awesome. Yeah. Caitlin, thank you so much. Congratulations thank you. and best wishes to you. You're on the fast track. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I said, I take it one day at a time. So I, I never know what day it is and I don't know how fast I'm moving because I can only focus on those 24 <laughs> hours. But thank you for having me. And, um, you know, being a part of the chamber has been amazing. There's a lot of incredible resources and I've, I've met a lot of great, you know, women, uh, especially women business owners mm-hmm. being a part of the chamber. So I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk about the business today. Um, and I look forward to learning more and hopefully meeting a lot of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for subscribing, downloading, and listening to Business Inspires, a podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. Our innovative and active chamber is successful because of our smart and engaged members who cultivate our strong business community. With more than 60 years as an integral part of the Grandview, Upper Arlington, and Marble Cliff communities, the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership is dedicated to a single purpose, the success of the business community. You can find a link to our website in the podcast notes to learn more about the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership.
For information about this podcast, to schedule a guest appearance, or to find out more about sponsoring this podcast, our contact information is in the podcast notes. Make sure you rate and review our podcast on iTunes. That helps us spread the word about Business Inspires.